Right. I could say the same thing right now. Right. <laughs> I'm in charge of all of Oakland. <laughs> Libby Schaff, will not leave my house. Libby, Libby Schaff is the mayor. Yeah, but I will not leave my house. Um, we actually got a big uptick in listeners. So thank what? you, everybody. Yeah. Um, this last week, we had 21 new listeners. Wow. Yeah. What do we, how many listeners do we have before that? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how many I'd like, I can't remember how many I had. We went over the numbers a few episodes ago, yeah. um, but like we got, yeah, we got 21 new listeners over the past week. Um, so, the, so basically what I'm saying is because I posted something about it on my, um, the other podcast, Facebook group that I'm a part of, I'm doing my part. What are you doing, Carlos? Me? Nothing. I'm here. I'm Nothing. here. You haven't posted a thing on Reddit. <laughs> Nothing. Did you, you froze for a second there. I did. I don't know if you did on your side, but you did over here. You're fine now. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe you should post more stuff on Reddit. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I'm not. I'm not really a poster. Hmm? I'm a commenter. Comment with, "Hey, listen to my podcast." <laughs> <laughs> I always feel. I always feel weird about self promotion. Yeah, it's not easy. That's, yeah, that's why I. Well, I'll probably edit this. I've told. Out, I've told. I tell everybody I work with. I tell everybody around here to listen. I know, but those aren't the nerds. Uh, the pe- the nerds I, are on the, the Reddit. Pe- the people I work with are nerds. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to the people that I work with that, <laughs> that, have, ex- that have expressed interest in, in uh, our podcast. Hey, uh, no, I've had, there's, there's been a few people that have expressed interest in the podcast. I mean, we don't use nerd as a derogatory term. We're perfectly no. okay with the fact that nerds listen to us where oh. we are we are fit nerds i'm sorry i've just been re-watching cobra kai so in cobra kai nerds aren't isn't a pot ah, yeah okay okay makes sense makes sense because um, john J- johnny lawrence is a jock he doesn't yeah. like nerds right anyways um, i'm getting ready for season four do you so i know you watch horrible horrible tv shows um do you ever watch watch horrible horrible reality shows that's what i've been doing instead of exercising by the way do you you, um do you do you and melissa are you guys like rom-com fans at all um uh, not so much no i so ariel and i last night yeah last night um watched it's on Hulu. It's called Wild Mountain Time, T H Y M E. And it's an Irish rom com. And it's fucking fantastic. She might um, watch it for the Irish component of it. It's so, so Emily Blunt's in it and she's great. Um, and Christopher Walken is in it as an Irish grandpa <laughs> and he's amazing. Does he do an Irish accent? Yes. It's so is it good. good? It's is so it good. really? Yes. But he still oh sounds like Christopher Walken. I can't even picture that. It's I couldn't so even good. imitate that. Oh my God. It's amazing. It's it's amazing. Uh, yeah. So I, I, 
I mean, I get it. I, I get pretty emotional. Like I can cry a lot. It's what yeah. I do. Um, but like, I've, I've never laughed and cried as much in the same movie as I have this one. <laughs> Cause it was, it was hilarious <laughs> and it was fantastic. Like it was just like heartfelt. It was really good. And Christopher Walken was a huge part of it. Like a really big part of it. That's that I may just want to watch it just for the Christopher Walken Irish yeah. accent component of it. it. It's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> uh, it's so good. Um, but yeah, I've been recommending it to everybody now because I think it's such a good movie. Uh, so you did something horrible yesterday. It's very, very bad which, thing yesterday. which is why which is why we're recording on a monday night instead right yeah i was exhausted um hadn't done a workout all week mm-hmm. uh really wasn't feeling it so just didn't do anything um and then i decided oh i want to do a partner one with melissa and i think she'd pick something out um but she didn't tell me what it was she told me after we did the workout she's like well i'd picked something for us to do which would have been a lot easier easier than doing what seven movements a hundred each with no five 400 meters oh was it five movements so 500 reps how many 500 500 reps between the two of us right right but how many how many times or how many meters did you run oh i ran at least a 5k yeah it was at least a 5k run (laughs) we kind of we didn't track it we should have tracked it yeah um that should have been the that should have been the, the, the rep edition. I actually right. still need to log it. Um, but it was uh, it was a partner wad. Mm-hmm. And it was, I think it's, is it DT, the one that's deadlift, hang power clean, push press? Yep. So it's essentially DT, right? Right. The, the but with two other movements. But, but with two other movements in between, because she's like, oh, I want to, like, we could do an app. Because her arm wasn't feeling it. So she didn't okay. know if she could do the overhead movement. Gotcha. And so I was picking things that didn't really need a whole lot of movement. She ended up being fine with it. Um, and so uh, it just happened to come out to be DT, mm. at least for the weightlifting portion. Right, and then in right. between, uh, we're just ab workouts. So toes to bars That's right. um, and ab mat sit up. So it was 100 reps of deadlift at a very light weight, 95 mm-hmm. pounds. Right, right, right. right. That's, yeah, that one's not a problem. Uh, that one's right? not a problem. Uh, the toes to bars is where it falls apart. Okay. And if I had to do it again, I'd probably put the toes to bars towards the end of it to give the false sense of like, oh, this isn't so bad. Right. And uh, I mean, were you just doing singles on toes to bar? I was. Yeah. She she actually did a lot more reps than I did. Yeah. I think I was averaging about 16 reps during her run. Mm. um she was averaging like 20 to 30 okay yeah i mean like like seven so seven in a row on toes to bar is my breaking point like i can hold on to seven in a row for a long time but anything more than that like seven unbroken anything more than that i completely break down yeah um so toes to bars so deadlift 95 pounds right 65 pounds not a problem um not a problem I went, I did, I think, I think I did 50, the first 50. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, just banged them out. How'd you just bang them feel? out? It's fine. It was even super though that's low. A, 
I mean, even though it's light, like that's a lot of hip. It's a lot of it's a lot of hip hinging. Uh, I feel fine, actually, from yesterday. Okay. Uh, And then so then toast to bars and then um, uh, uh, hang power clean, which sucked. Yeah. Hang power clean. Even at 95, even at 95. um, And I picked I picked that weight because it's like something that. I knew I could do the deadlift. That was no, no problem. I knew I could power clean it. No problem. And I knew I could push press it, but the push press was even still like, how many can you do? Like, right. it's, it's that kind of Fran. I don't know. I'd be, I'd be more afraid of the breakdown on the grip on that hang power clean than I would the push press. I don't know. Yeah. That's just me. It was, it, it was fun. I mean, the hang power clean sucked. She actually did really well on the hang power clean. Oh, nice. I did okay. <laughs> all all of the things that I did, I did okay. She really did well at. Um, uh-huh. And and um, so then it's uh, hang power clean, ab mat sit up, and then uh, push press shoulder to overhead. Because I didn't oh, know what so she, you, I didn't. So you went I didn't know what she, overhead. Well, I didn't know if she could do the push press right because of her arm. So I just gotcha. said shoulder to overhead. So it was, but if 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 we were if she was feeling fine, right, it would have been just a straight push press, right? But you can, jerk which it she if you was, need to. but you could jerk it if you need to push jerk, gotcha. yeah, nice. Um, push jerk would probably be, yeah, you pr- probably wouldn't want to jerk it, no, because you're trying to do because you're trying to get those reps out. Yeah, push jerk um, is good, but the problem with a push jerk, um, I mean, it's not an issue if you're just doing it in your house, right? But the problem with like high rep, even if it's low weight push jerk, is let's say it's a competition, it's really like people don't stand those up all the way. Yeah. They get under the bar and then as they're coming up, they drop it back down. Yeah. Right. And so it's it's not technically a full movement right? Because you're dropping it back down as you're coming back up. Yeah. Nobody wants to stand it all the way up and then come down. It just takes yeah. too long, you know? Yeah. That's why, yeah, push press, if you can do it, it's not terribly difficult. Uh, push jerk, um, just as acceptable. Right. Definitely don't uh, want to jerk it. Don't want to jerk it. Um, and yeah, the the toast to bars was where it all falls apart. Yeah. Just because, yeah. just because it, you know, if, if it was you and her doing it, it'd probably take you less time than it took us. Right. But you know, they break down. Um, yeah. I mean, toes to bar are toes to bar are a high skill gymnastics movement anyway. And I will say at the weight, maybe I'd, I'd maybe drop it down to like, 75 yeah right so like a so like a uh, fight gone bad weight okay and do it 100 100 reps each <sighs> yeah that's gross but yeah i mean you've got those body weight movements in there that kind of break it up let your grip rest well kind of really only one of those lets your grip rest yeah the, the ab mat sit-ups is the only thing that saves your forearms. Everything else is just wrecking them. Even with those lightweight, like even with just, the lightweight um, deadlifts, you're still having to hold on to that bar that whole yeah. time. Yeah. 
but at least you can do the reverse grip for that one. So then it's not so bad, right? right. That's true. Because then That's you're true. just kind of letting the bar roll into a locked position almost. Right. Right. And then, um, yeah, I just, I don't know how I would change. If I would change it to a hundred reps that you had to do a hundred reps each. Right. right. I don't know how I would do that to like with the run component. Cause the thing that I forgot to mention mm. is while, you know, a, so A's a starts the run partner, right. a starts the run partner B's doing the work and B and is work, only working during the run and B's only working during the run. Right. Um, and, probably, and I probably keep that. And then um, I guess it would, it would just be total time. And if a beats B before B's done working, then a gets to rest until time's up yeah that's a super gross workout yeah 39 minutes is that what i said yeah 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 and i know that i was supposed to make a Turin workout and i haven't yet because i saw if you if you want me to come if hey you said i wasn't doing anything if you want me to come up no. with a super gross workout no i could come up with a super no. gross workout um However, uh, I have done, let's see, since you and I last talked, I think I have done a grand total of one fitnessing. Okay. Yeah. And I don't feel was, so bad now. And it was all band work. Okay. So I did, um, well, no, I guess technically I did two. I did, um, like in my office, because I, I wasn't able to leave because I had a whole mm -hmm. bunch of stuff. So I shut the door in my office and uh, did a uh, 15 minute EMOM of uh, 10 push ups and 10 air squats. Just 15 minutes. So 150 push ups and 150 air squats. Um, That's not bad. I think I've done something not. similar. It's not, but it's like, it's a good pump. Like, honestly, it is like, if you're just looking to like get some blood flow into your arms, shoulders and your quads, like it's a good way to do it. Yeah. Um, and then the next day I did my, my, um, banded 300 work. So you do three sets of, um, 100 uh, straight arm pull downs with the band 100 um, uh, like going out yeah so like flies right yep. and then 100 curls and you do that three times yeah so you use like you use one of the, th the thinnest bands right yeah um, because you're really just working on just blood flow just pumping it um, but afterward yeah it's it's hard to use your arms for a minute yeah but that's really all I've done in the last two weeks because I've had like my brain has been elsewhere. I like I've been doing more stuff at work, but like not feeling greatly appreciated for it, hmm. um, you know, stuff like that. But like yeah. I'm trying to put in as much as I can to be like. Hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. Look what I can do. You know what I mean? And yeah. really trying to get, um, get more of that out there. I've actually got, um, 
the the videography and um editing that i'm doing for adrian conway's vlog he's got his second episode up now so yeah it's it's fun i enjoy it um i just wish it was appreciated a little bit more yeah maybe it is but don't we all right yeah (laughs) yeah that's kind of how it works um but you know it's the same thing, you know, you, you, you know, the Noldor wish they were appreciated a little bit more as well. Yeah. And they just weren't. Well, I mean, they're kind of dicks. Yeah, they are. Last time we were talking about history um, was actually some time ago. Cause we've been talking about Turin a lot. Um, and then Isildur. We talked we, about Turin we did a lot. Tu- we a did lot. Turin, Turin, and then Isildur. So it's been a minute since we've done a history episode, but only because we had a bunch in the can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I still haven't. Yeah. I think one of them I still haven't even posted. Posted. Yeah. Yeah. The years of the sun haven't been posted yet. Um, or, mm. or men. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so last time, the, though, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, last time we were talking. We um, got on the subject of we we ended with Turgon, um, you know, being shown where his realm was going to be. Oh, right? that's right. Um, Olmo uh, was like, "Hey, this is where you're going to build um, your city. Check it out. It's going to be pretty." Um, but for a while, Turgon went back to. Um, Oh man, my brain's having a hard time tonight. Um, to you want to help me out here? No. <laughs> Starts with an N. Never asked. Never asked. All right. So. All right. You want to start so, over? Yes. Yeah, so, so where we're at? You know right? who's not appreciated in their time? <laughs> Fucking Noldor. <laughs> or at least Torgon, if nothing else, right? Well. All right. So. I mean, they were dicks. Yeah, they uh, I would say even Turgon was kind of a dick. I mean, they're all dicks for what they did. Yeah, I know. That's, that's ultimately that's, that's a good some point. some some are less dicks than others. But even that's, well, that's I mean, true. Movie Elrond's a dick. So, yeah, movie Elrond is a dick, uh, but he's only part Noldorian Noldor. Yeah, Noldor. but he was raised by Noldor. That's true. So, um, by the sons of the ultimate dick well we'll actually talk about that um uh you know the idea of him being raised by noldor because um at this time right this is when um turgon has been we we left off with turgon kind of given the vision right both him and both him and his uh his good buddy uh finron right so they're both out camping doing their thing and Olmo comes to both of them, right? And you've got Finrod Felagon, who ends up making Nargothrond. And then you've got Turgon, that ends up making Gondolin, right? Um, and they both think that they were the only ones with that vision, so they don't talk to each other about it. Anyway, we already went <laughs> over this stuff, right? During this time, though, Turgon basically is like cool i've had my visions i'm setting out my plans i'm not ready to move yet and he takes 50 years to build gondolin 
when you're building your dream house i've watched enough uh there's this show uh, uh it's like a, it's a british show i forget what it's called it's, it's a really good the, show it's not the flip it or buy it or whatever it's no called. no no it's not it's not on hgtv it's like bbc one mm-hmm. <laughs> it's highbrow it's highbrow <laughs> um but they, one they, who just they, barely got hdtv yeah <laughs> yeah uh they uh they fought uh they follow these people who who have these this vision to like build like the ultimate house right mm-hmm. like that they've that they've ever wanted and it's and it's like this you know different architecture that's usually conceived up for a house right right so this one person like bought an old theater and they like built all the walls out of like concrete um this other one built this house out of like like it was essentially like a what's it it called it's like clay like a clay house but it's like like kind of like adobe but it's like what the british used back in the day like a <laughs> okay. long time ago right and he made this massive house and it was and all the houses that they make they're epic okay. but like this this clay house has taken this guy like like seven years to build and like he got divorced during it because <laughs> like all he did was spend his time i forget what the what the material is called oh, um, but funny. it's made out of like it's made out of like mud and straw straw yeah <clears throat> and like some other stuff um anyways that's turgon would 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 have been on that show that's all yeah. i was trying to say with that just long-windedness 90 you know degree like 180 <laughs> sidetrack uh yeah i mean that was the thing right he's he's building his dream home he's actually building it after the manner of Tyrion upon tuna right um because he he misses that city um and i know right (laughs) could have gone back (laughs) um didn't do that either but because of this so all of the time that he's taken right and all of kind of the spread out. Now, I, I think I mentioned this last time we did a history episode. I do want to do this. It will take me some time. But what I want to do, because so the Silmarillion did a really good job at giving us this chapter called the Realms of Balerion. Mm-hmm. And it's incredibly difficult to follow. And if it you don't has, have a map. Right. And it has no bearing whatsoever on the like story right it tells you where people are but really like it it doesn't really matter that much right nothing nothing happens to a character to any single character in that chapter it is literally just the realms of balerion Um, And it tells you where the sons of Feanor settled. It tells you like, you know, all of these different things. And it's, it's, again, that's, that's how we have a lot of our maps is because of that um, chapter, that chapter. Right. Um, And so what I want to do is I actually want to read that chapter and I want to have a map of Balerion up and I want to do like, dotted lines and like shade the area and different stuff like that and actually put that up on youtube on our channel i am planning on doing that it is going to be incredibly time consuming so it'll be up within the next year 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> promises, promises. I know, right? But in that, we also get, so the one thing that we do kind of get out of that is we, we get to understand kind of the mingling of the Noldor and the Sindar, right? So it gets to a point where most of Beleriand, you've had a, a pretty big mingling of the, the Noldor and the Sindar. Um, and that's true for most places, even Nevrast. However, most of the elves that end up going to Gondolin are Noldor. Um, and one of the reasons why we know that is because Gondolin is one of the only places in Beleriand that still speaks Quenya after what goes down here. All of this is to say, goddamn, this is a long ass intro on to where we're at. Um, but all of this is to say is that Turgon, after 53 years, has Gondolin made, right? And by the cover of Night and with some helpful god magic from Olmo, uh, Turgon and all of his people from Nevras, the, the entire city empties. And they go without anybody seeing them to a hidden valley that they end up calling Gondolin. Um, Gondolin, I believe, means singing waters. Um, I don't know, or singing fountain. Uh, I think it's singing uh, fountain. something fountain. Doesn't matter. Um, if you can find it, but they go uh, in Quenya. It means uh, rock of the music of water. Oh, there you go. Uh, in Cinderin, it's the hidden rock. The hidden rock. Okay. Yeah. So both hidden and water in there, right? Um, close. Yeah, I was close. I was I was getting there. You were, uh, in, you were in the realm. Right. Uh so they get to his people get there, right? And before Olmo, you know, says adios, like I can't talk to you anymore because I'm a Vala and all the other Valars are mad at me that I'm even like helping you. Um, he, he says to Turgon, he just reminds him, he's like, Hey, remember, bro, like you're also under the doom of Mondos. So everything that you've done here, it's great. There's a reason why I told you to build this. It's going to last longer than any other kingdom of the Noldor. Okay. So like, hold on to this, but understand like it's going to die eventually. And, and he says to him, he says, do not put your trust and hope in the works of your own hands. So essentially he's telling him like, this is going to last, but you are under the doom of Mondos. So there's nothing I can do about that. Like, hold, I hold on, hold on, hold on. What about Gilgalad? What about Gilgalad? Wouldn't his kingdom have lasted longer? No. No? No. He was in Gondolin. He was there during the fall of Gondolin. Yeah, but then he he ended up becoming High King of the Noldor. Right, but they right? weren't the Noldor at that point. They weren't anymore. Mm, there was no okay. there was no there was no kingdom of the Noldor anymore. Right? N no, well, after that there wasn't. Right. So that's the thing, like after the fall of Gondolin, the fall of Gondolin and then the the continuous. So like 
now we're going into a different history here, but fall of Gondolin happens. Right. And then they they are continued to be exiles and they're exiles and they're exiles and they're exiles. And they never again are like a kingdom of the Noldor. Um, okay. Because gonna... they, they intermingle so much after that. Oh, got it. Got it. With the yeah. Sindar. With the Sindar. Got it. Okay. Yep. Um, boom. So, Mondo's just lets him know, like, Gondolin's awesome. Told you to build it for a reason. It's going to keep you guys safe for a really, really long time, but not forever, bro. Like, like you fucked up just like everybody else. Just because you have a secret hideaway doesn't mean that changes. Just because I'm being nice to you right now and helped <laughs> you plan this awesome city right. doesn't mean that you're free from your punishment. Right, and it's like, and, and I can't, like, I love you, man. Like, I, I love you, man. But I can't do anything about that. Like, I can help you. I can hold it off as long as possible. But it's coming for you, no matter what. Um, and so, it's great, right? Now we have Gondolin. We have the Hidden City. We, yep. have, we have this, this thing, this place that um, fucks up a whole family. <laughs> Or a few, actually. Um, but, you know, overall is a great place. It's a good place um, in Middle Earth. It's a spot that um, it's needed. And it's the last, like, holdout from Melkor, really, uh, for a really, really long time. Um, at this same time, his buddy, Finrod, his cousin, right? Finrod Felagon. Which actually, he doesn't have that name yet. He gets he's that just name. Finrod. Yeah, he's just Finrod at this point. He gets Felagon by the dwarves um, because it means hewer of caves. And that's when he creates Nargathron. Um, hewer of caves. But he's doing that same thing at this time, <laughs> right? So he's creating Nargathron at the same time that his cousin Turgon is making Gondolin. They have the same idea of like a stronghold, a place where their people can be safe. Um, Gondolin is like way more though, right? You've got like, you've got Nargathron that's like your everyday Wells Fargo, and you've got Gondolin that's Fort Knox. Like, yes, they're both yes. safe places, more or less, but one I mean, very much more than the other. Nargathron is safe until right. it meets. <laughs> we already talked about that. <laughs> no, but let's talk about it some more. We're we're not we're not we're not there in the history. <laughs> but we um, are but we are in our <laughs> discussions, right? Um, Anyways. So Finrod at this point he makes his he makes Nargathron and most of his people um go with him. Right? So they kind of split. You've got right. all of the people of Nevras going to Gondolin. You've got all the people that were um, right around uh, Doriath. Uh, that's kind of where Finrod was. He's, he mm -hmm. was near Doriath. They all went south to Nargathron. Um, and most of his people uh, came with him. The only one who didn't, or the only one that we know of who didn't, was his lovely, lovely sister, Galadriel. Um, and I think she stayed behind for a few reasons. Um, one of them was the fact that Melian was there. Right. And if you go back and listen to our Galadriel episode, which 
most people have. Uh, that's still the most listened to episode. Uh, <laughs> most watched on YouTube is Feanor is a dick. Most listened to. It's also the, the oldest. Podcast. Yeah. Most listened to on the podcast is Galadriel. Um, but if you go back, um, there are reasons set up as to why Galadriel is as powerful as she is. Right. And I actually had, um, and I talk about this in the Galadriel episode with Ariel. I had issue with how powerful she was in the movie or movies. Right. Um, until I did that podcast with Ariel. And then like going back and reading a lot of stuff and getting into it, I was like, nah, she's good. <laughs> like, because she spent a good deal of her upbringing around Maya, um, Vala. So the, the Ainur basically, right. The right. entirety of the Ainur, not to mention all of the Noldor that she was around. Right. Which are incredibly powerful, incredibly gifted elves. Um, then to go to Middle Earth and spend centuries with another Maya who is also incredibly powerful, powerful enough to keep some of the evilest of evils out of her kingdom. Right. So right. Galadriel gets to spend a lot of time with incredibly what 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 we see, even though, you know, we've talked about this again, it's not the typical magic but like we see as magical people right they they have abilities beyond man um and because of that she becomes an incredibly powerful elf right now right she she and and part of that is also that she's an oldor right but only part because she's also Teleri. uh no isn't she all three she is also Vanya. Vanya yeah. 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 So yeah. she's all three right. houses of the elves. Okay. So, but Galadriel gets to spend a ton of time <laughs> in Menegroth, right? She spends time there. She chills with Melian. She learns from Melian. She gets to learn all of these cool, powerful, awesome things from Amaya, who has created just badassery of kingdoms right yeah but every once in a while they get to talk in serious and galadriel has a really hard time with this right because they'll be doing their thing and they're learning and they're doing awesome stuff and they're being badass women as women do and then melian will be like so um why the fuck are you here and and then Galadriel has to sheepishly explain um, with many many plot holes, right? Right. Um, and and then Melian pokes and prods a little bit more, and Galadriel says a little bit more, and then she pokes and prods a little bit more, and Galadriel's like, "Oh, we don't talk about that." Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so Melian finds out a lot of what happened now it's never mentioned what happened at Alcalande. nothing right nothing right. about that first kin slaying is even remotely mentioned um but the fact that they went against the vala the valar 
Vala is singular. The fact that it went to, <laughs> went against the Valar, man, this camera is bugging me. Um, and the fact that they left because of Feanor's pride and because of the Silmarils, and it wasn't because they were emissaries from the gods, right? Um, all of that came out during this. Right. And the one thing that Galadriel kept saying is like, like you're drawing near to it. Like, yeah, you're almost there, but you're not getting the rest for me. Right. Now that became a problem. You didn't hear this from me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but that, but that did become a problem because what happened is, is then Melian being the very intelligent wife that is never listened to by her husband um, goes to Thingol and says to him like, yeah, so they're not here because Manwe sent them. Like, this is what Galadriel is told. We're, me. we're, we're harboring criminals. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, so this is what Galadriel has told me. Um, and this is kind of what I perceived from that. Um, and it's not great. And Fingal basically is just like, I mean, what do I care? I have no love for Feanor's sons, right? They can go and hunt down Morgoth if they want. Like, I like they can all die. I don't right. care. Like, that's not on me. Um, they can go get their pretty gems. I don't care about those. Again, that's not on me, right? And Melian's just like, right, but I don't think you're hearing me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like she just kind of keeps it's like, I don't know that you're actually hearing what I'm saying here. Like they were kicked out and then some of them left voluntarily. And there's a big gap of time that she won't even talk about because it's that bad. Yeah. So, like something happened there. And Thingle's just like, meh. It's cool, bro. Yeah. He's he's just like, well, the, the sons of Feanor aren't allowed in my kingdom anyway. So yeah. Like, what do I care? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that guy, that guy was an asshole. I heard that I, I heard he died like uh, a few, you know, about a hundred years ago. Like, what do I give a shit? Like, yeah. I don't care. He died immediately after he got here. Yeah. Like, obviously he can't handle Balerion, so yeah. you know, he's out. Uh we're we're good. Um, but again, like Melian is kind of like, right, I get that, but no. And so what happens is this time, and we talked a little bit about this. Um, this is that time where we hear that whisperings first started with the Sindar. And the, the whole point here, it, at least this is how I interpret it is these whisperings didn't come from Noldor, who knew. These whisperings didn't come from Cinder and Elves, who knew. These whisperings definitely came from Servants of Morgoth. Right. And we all know who the Whisperer of Morgoth is. Sauron. That is that's full-on Sauron shit. Yeah. Right? And so all the way back in the first age... In the very first part of Balerion, Sauron is just being his little weasel ass self, right? Yeah. And he's showing up, changing his his form, showing up like a a um he's probably like, showing up as Anatar. Yeah, or maybe even just like an elf. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. he's showing up like a Noldor, 
you know, and he's talking about what happened Um, because the whisperings first come in to the Nandor. It doesn't matter. So Kirdan is the first one that brings these whisperings to the attention of Thingol, right? He, he basically is hearing all of these little rumors. Okay. So he goes to Thingol and he's like, dude, um, so you know that like gap that nobody's talking about? There was a lot of murder there. Like a lot of murder. Like your brother's people, like all the people who who went there, just murdered. Just murdered. Brother's still alive. Everyone else murdered. <laughs> um, lots of people murdered. Lots of people murdered. Yeah. And and yes, there was afterward, there was much death on the other side. Right. But what I'm hearing is that there was a lot of murder, right? So at this time, you've still got you've still got Galadriel living with Fingal. You've got um, all of the sons of Finarfin are visiting Doriath when Fingal hears about this, right? So he calls the sons of Finarfin in, and he's just like, "Hey, assholes, um, you just playing me like a fool, or like what the fuck is going on here?" Yeah, and. Finrod super confused at first like he's like i like i haven't done anything like i i i I, like i i treat you as the king i'm i yes i like i i delved nargathron but like you told me how to do that like you suggested this you know and it was like this this whole thing of him being really really confused why are you coming at me now bro (laughs) (laughs) i thought we were cool and he's like he's like and Thingol's like, you come, you come and you talk to me like this, like you don't know. And you've got blood of your kinsmen on your hands. And this is when Angrod, it like clicks for him. And he's like, oh, oh, he knows. Okay. And Angrod's not having any of that shit. Right. Because Angrod fucking hates the sons of Fanor. Yeah. He's, he's not like, like, you know, some of the some of the sons of Finarfin, like they're down with a few of the the sons of Fanor, and you know, like they're they're okay with some of it. No, Angrod was like, "Fuck this shit! I didn't do anything. I wasn't even there when this shit went down. They were my family too, right?" Like he's like basically laying out this whole idea of like they were my mother's people. Yeah, like I didn't kill anybody go back (laughs) (laughs) i kept going forward afterwards but i wasn't a part of this shit right and he basically said that for him and his brothers and then he got so pissed off after that he was like matter of fact it was fucking sons of fanor it was those assholes who did all of it go fuck those guys up like he was not having it (laughs) (laughs) And he, and he, and then at that point he said, and not only that, not only did I get to walk up on my family being slaughtered by these arrogant assholes, but then they left me burn the ships on the other goddamn side of middle earth. And I had to walk across the fucking ice. Like he was not happy. (laughs) No, he was not happy. I lost, he lost his sister-in-law. Yeah. During that. Right. They lost so tough. many people on that walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like they 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 believed at this point and and i feel like rightfully so right like this this is the seed of morgoth right this is this is the discontent that he is sowing it's nothing more than that because i do believe that they believed that that was their penance you know like 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 that was their that was their crossing the hell corrects right right like that was their penance that was them that was them walking you know that was them walking to galilee and whipping themselves the ultimate walk of shame yeah like like people died like they don't they don't talk about what happened we have no real information on what went down during that crossing right um and so they believe it to be their penance they served their time that right that and the fact that they are also under the doom of mandos right um and so thingal kind of calms down right and he's like okay sons of fanor forever banned fuck those guys they're the goddamn worst um you guys my my you know my my sister's sons basically yeah my right? kinsmen yeah my half kinsmen I, I i don't want to see you for a minute yeah like like just I, I i don't want you here like you're not banned you're not banished i just need some time but it's a good idea if you're not here for yeah. a while. <laughs> Maybe don't come to Thanksgiving this year. We can't we can't be <laughs> friends for a minute. Yeah. Like, like I'm not saying, look, I'm not saying that you're not invited to Christmas. Maybe just don't swing by during Thanksgiving. Okay. That's it. I just need a little bit of time. And then at the same time, though, he says, but for those motherfuckers, as a like extra jab. Their language is banned. Quenya will no longer be allowed to be spoken in my realm. And at this time, remember, Thingol deemed his realm the entirety of Beleriand. Right. It wasn't just Doriath. Right. He's in charge. He's they they have their high king of the Noldor, right? As far as like structure goes, right? Right. As far as political structure goes. Right. They, there's the high king of the Noldor, who at this point is, is it Fingolfin still? Uh, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's still Fingolfin for, so it's, for another, for, for about another half a chapter. <laughs> yeah. So it's still Fingolfin, right? So he's the right. high king of the Noldor in exile. It, it was right? Maglor for a minute there, but then it was Maglor for a not Maglor. It was, um, Madros. Anyway, uh, it was Madros. There you go, Madros. Uh, and then he gave it up when he got saved by Fingolfin, right? Which we talked about. We so in this po- in this political structure of Beleriand, right? Right. You have um, you have Fingolfin as high king of all the Noldor in exile, right? Um, and within all those those um, king you know within that 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 realm of fingolfin mm-hmm. then you have all the other sons of fanor fanor and, and the heads of the other households right, right the sons of fanorfin right and, yeah and they're each you know rulers in their own right i don't think they call themselves 
kings or anything, but no. they're just kind of they're in charge. Right. So and, and then encompassing all of that, right? Then you have, you know, Thingle who gray mantle. Yeah. <laughs> who is in charge of everything. Which is who I'm trying to imitate here. Right. That's what you're going for. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going for the Thingle look. <laughs> um so yeah, that's the kind of the political structure, I guess. I guess that's right. why the, the the realms of Valerian might be a good right. But like, and even in so but there's nothing we, right. That and goes well, on in and it. remember we talked about last time we talked about Euros actually saying like, okay, he can call himself king of all Valerian, but if he doesn't leave Doriath, like, you know, so right. even Madros is still kind of like toying with the idea that he's not under like his kingdom, even though, you know, um, Fingal absolutely believes that he is still the ruler right. of all of Valerian. Right. right. It's, it's politic, right? Then it's, right. and it's, and it's, you know, is he really in charge right. of everything or right. is he, he really he never, if he never leaves Doriath and right. Does he and run the rest of yeah. middle earth? If he never, yeah, if he never leaves Doriath to impose this stuff, right? Is he really right. in charge of it? Right. I could say the same thing right now. Right. <laughs> I'm in charge of all of Oakland. <laughs> Libby Shaff, will not leave my house. Libby, Libby Shaff is the mayor. Yeah, but I will not leave my house. <laughs> um, so at this point, uh, because, you know, he loves his family, but at the same time, he's like, you guys got to fuck off because I'm yeah. a little upset right now. Uh, Galadriel bounces and she goes to Nargathron with her brother. Right. And we get a fun little conversation. It doesn't last very long, but it's this fun little conversation of Galadriel being like, hey, bro, um, why aren't you married? <laughs> and, uh, you know, he I feel like he could have shot back with the same thing, you know, been like, right. why aren't you? Um, cause she had, she hadn't met, um, yeah, she hadn't met Caliborn yet. No. Um, but anyway, uh, she asked her brother, she's like, Hey bro, why aren't you married? And he simply says to her, he's like, look, um, I've talked to Olmo. She does uh, know Caliborn at this time. No, not yet. Not in, not in the story of the Silmarillion. Remember there's a whole lot of different like ways that they met. But in the official story of the of the Silmarillion, it's it's she gets to know him in Doriath, but they don't get married for a long time. Hmm. Okay. Um. And so, anyway, she asks him, "Why aren't you married?" And he's like, "Look, I talked to a god, build the city, and he also gave me this inkling that I'm gonna have to have a different kind of oath." that I will have to fulfill. And so me getting married isn't really in the cards. Right. So a little bit of foreshadowing there. Right. Um, that if you're reading the Silmar Silmarillion for the first time, you don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Um, but you know, we get to that. There if you're reading a, it for the second time, you probably still first. don't know. Oh, yeah, you know but yeah, if, you're right. reading, if you're reading it for the second time, you probably still don't know what he's talking about. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and so he, like, he just understands that, like, look, I built this beautiful place. It's a really good place for people. 
um, go live there. It's safe. Um, but I'm not going to like rule it. And I, I feel like Finrod was kind of like a really like a restless soul. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, the way that we got Nargathron was because him and just went wandering for a few years. Right. Um, and so we get that. Um, we get Finrod again. He's like, I built Nargathron. Have fun, guys. Drink my wine. Eat my food. Enjoy life. Um, I'm going to go on a walkabout for a little bit. Um, and this is around 300 years after the Noldor have gotten to Middle-earth. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think, it's, I think it's technically the year 310 of the Second Age that this happens. Yep. Um, and he's walking around. And he... Well, he, he goes hunting. Right. With and Maglor he, and Madros. Is he with Maglor and Majors? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do they leave? Uh, no, he he got bored. He got bored with the hunt. Oh, okay. So he, so, get, he gets bored with the hunt, and in uh, East Beleriand, right, is where he runs into men. The the House of Beor. Um, he, he comes up on a, a camp of sleeping creatures that he has never seen. And at first thinks maybe they're orcs, right? Um, and see, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking of the scene with Treebeard and Miriam Pippin. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) little orcs. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like orc mischief to me. And and he he uh, he he creeps he creeps around. Um, he's he's kind of like uh, he's like Sting up in the trees singing. I'll be watching you. Um, and he's watching men until they fall asleep, right? And they all fall asleep, and like a really weird ass dude, he walks into the camp while the fires are still going, and he begins to sing. Right. Mm-hmm. And he is singing. I'm pretty sure he's singing like tales of Balerian. Um, But men, for the most part, um, don't fully understand him. Right. right. And we're told that he's the first um, in the Silmarillion. We're told that he's the first to come across men. Now, that's not true. Right. We, we learn in a lot of other things um, that they've had dealings with elves before, uh, but they were, you know, some of them were. Um, uh, what are they called? Uh, the very first Mori Quendis, the one that didn't even leave. Like uh, Quendis? No, the, the Mori Quendi. Um, the ones that didn't even leave. Isn't that the Mori Quendi? Is that just what they're called? I thought they were called something else. Right. Uh, the Avari? Yes. That's the one. There you go. So so we get in other books, um, <laughs> namely, so like Morgoth's Ring, which is one of yep. the history of Middle Earth, right? We get that, um, that men in general have actually had contact with elves before. Now, they didn't know that they were like, elves right one because they were they were avari so they were very very different from the noldor 
and in even some of the Sindar that they're meeting um, yeah. now, now that they're in Balerian, right? So he was the first elf of Balerian that they met. Uh, because remember, men, when we talked about this last time, men awoke when the sun came up, right? So they've had 300 years where they've been traveling west. Um, and they're, they're moving west, and now they're finally to those borders of East Balerian, right. right? And this is when they meet their very first elf, Finrod, and they love him. They call him Nam which means the wise nom, 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 nom. <laughs> or namin meaning or nom means just wise namin means the wise and they call him both of those things right um and they love this guy like he tells them all the stories he sings all the best songs he's got a great voice he he teaches them how to make lutes and shit you know like he's just he's the best he's just a cool guy and he's just a cool dude. And he's such a cool guy that he meets Bayor. Okay. Bayor is the head of this whole clan, right? He is moving his people into Balerion. And he tells Bayor, he's like, look, you don't want to be in this place because this place, it's got really pissy elves from Feanor's friend or from Feanor's kind. You don't want to be over here either. So let's actually move you close to Doriath. I think that's going to be the best place for you. Right. And, and Bayor is down with that, right? Bayor is like, cool. All right, we'll do this. Um, to he point, does this. He does this though with Thingol's permission. He does. Yes. Right. Cause, because King remember of Balerian. Right. And yeah. he was also just, he really got, he got really pissed off at them for not telling them about something <laughs> right. else. Right. Imagine how much more pissed off he'd be. If a whole Finrod. people just came yeah. through. And um, they're like, Finrod said it was cool. Yeah. Finrod said it was all right. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Is We're it, just, yeah. Just isn't a bunch he of, one of your kings. Like, right. What's just a on? bunch of hairy, rough haired, bearded. <laughs> like it's it's really like that's really what i do picture with like the the men of bayor at first is just like like the quintessential like 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 human 20s caveman type yeah like human human sized dwarves essentially right right um but I'm actually going to skip over a little part of this because i found out time wise it wasn't quite the same but what happens is is um Bayor then, he loves Finrod so much that when they get outside of Doriath, Bayor actually swears his allegiance to Finrod, right? Again, very important. Right. Because from Bayor, we get... Baron. But before Baron... Barahir. Barahir, right? And the Ring of Barahir is very important moving forward. So Bayor swears allegiance to Finrod. Right. And he actually goes back with him to Nargothron. And he's like, I, I just I, I want to serve you, man. Like, like I'll I'll be your steward, I'll be your bodyguard. It doesn't matter. Like, whatever it is, I'm down to clown. Right. And he's like, he's Finrod's like, haha. Yes. <laughs> he lived but but a second to my time. I know. Well, but- and that's so 
so that's something that I want to get into later. Really, he doesn't quickly. really say that. He doesn't really no. say that. But that's no, but but Bear Bayor. So really quick, let's jump into this. Bayor only lives ninety one years. Ninety three. Shut up. Okay, ninety three <laughs> years. Um, and Bayor is the first of men that these elves see like decay and die. Right. And it's it actually hits them pretty hard. They're they're kind of right. Because up up to this point, it's just a bunch of elves. Right. Right. And they and they see this happening. And especially Finrod. Like, so we we get a really, really, really cool conversation that we're gonna get into in a different episode in the book Um Morgoth's Ring Mm -hmm. with Adrith or Andreth, which is uh, a woman, she's a wise woman um and um and finrod and it's this incredible conversation about the nature of men um and it like reading it i was just like oh my god this is so good like i can't wait to talk <laughs> about this because it's amazing um i know but, you sent me you sent me a text yeah all excited like <laughs> like it, it's just it's so good and and that's kind of this this comes into that because they mention like Finrod mentions the fact of like, I saw Bayor die. Like I watched him die. I watched him wither. Um, and, and it like, it hit him pretty hard. Um, but we'll go into that conversation another time, even though it's super awesome. And I could talk about it for like another two hours. Um, so Bayor goes back to Nargothron with Finrod because Finrod's kind of like to the point he's been with um, he's been with Bayor's people for a little bit over I think over a year at this point um, and he's like I should probably go back like people are people are probably starting to wonder and like I'm supposed to be in charge of something yeah. <laughs> like I should probably get back to that um, and Bayor's like cool I'm coming <laughs> And I, I'm, I mean, I'm sure Finrod's just like, all right, bro, let's go. You know, <laughs> like, like I'm down um, now at the same time. And this is kind of where we're going to leave off because uh, because we, we get these really we get these waves of excitement in the history of Middle Earth. Right. And right now we're kind of on a low side. Like mm-hmm. it's just kind of it's building up to a story. Right. And there's 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 a watchful piece right now. Yeah. Right. So we've got this lovely watchful piece that's happening. Um, and so during this time, because there is a watchful piece, you've got Turgon's sister, Adrahel. Oh, God. And <laughs> she has decided that she is bored with paradise. I think more than anything, she just doesn't like being kept in one place. Yeah. They can't really go anywhere. Right. Right. I think, I think that's the, that's the condition of living in Gondolin. Right. Is that once you're in Gondolin, you can't leave. Right. Once you're there, you're there. Because if you leave, then the chances that you could get captured and give up the location, it kind of defeats the purpose of a hidden fortress city. Right. Right. So which ends up happening. And she's like, so she starts getting really bored and she even, so she even puts herself like in the place of a bird in a cage. Right. right? 
like she talks about feeling like a bird in a cage and how she came to Middle Earth to be a part of Middle Earth and not to be again in like be forced to not leave. Right. right? And she continues to kind of hound her brother Turgon on this and eventually says like, you're my brother. Like you're not my king. Like, sorry, bro. Yeah. But I'm a leave. And her brother says, okay, fine, but take these guys with you and go down and see our friends in Doriath and in Nargothrond and have a grand old time with them and enjoy yourself. Right. Um, but take them with you because they know the way um, and it'll be better for everybody. If you have them, she's like, cool. Well, she was, she was going to see their older brother. Right. Fingon, right right and to get there they had to go through door they had to go through doriath doriath but then they right. were told they weren't allowed to go through doriath right yeah so then they go around it right, right? and that's where fun things happen right that's where uh adrahel says hey i don't need you guys you go away i'm gonna go explore and she gets lost <laughs> and comes across that asshole motherfucker, Ale. That dark elf that builds two amazing blades later on, right? But, which we talked about. Which we talked about. Um, but she runs into him and he's like, so we're married now? And she's like, nah, bro. And she's like, yeah, we're married now. <laughs> um, basically, she gets forced into a marriage to he pulls Aero a Hades, he pulls a Hades on her. <laughs> um, and you know, he this this is the beginning. To be completely honest, like Turgon was right because let's face it, this was the beginning of the fall of Gondolin. Right. Turgon allowing his sister to leave, which he shouldn't have done, was the beginning of the fall of Gondolin. So she finds herself the dark elf Aeol. This is nickname, by the way. The dark elf? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he is. He's just he's he's a more not to be not to be confused with dark elves. Right. (laughs) Right. He's he is a Mori Quendi. Right. So that's that's what that means. But um, he was a very, very, very skilled blacksmith. Yeah. um, And made two beautiful and amazing swords out of a meteorite uh, that we will get into. Well, we have got into. Um, But we'll get into later in the history as well. Uh, But he finds her. He marries her. And then they have a son. And we're going to leave it there. You're giving away too much of the story. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's about where we're getting to, right? Is we're because um, their son was born in 340, I think um second age so we're we're right about 340 350 years after um the noldor have reached the shores of middle earth 
Good times. So that's where we're at. It's a good history. Again, we're we're in we're in a time of history where there's just a lot of explanation about places. Well, right? it's setting it's setting up what you know ultimately is going to kind of transpire through the rest of the sec, uh, first age, right? Right. Right. Uh, so we, it's a lot we, of kind of backstory on yeah, we're we're leading into we're we're only a few generations, a few human generations away from the major stories of the first age. Right? So Baron and Luthien, Fall of Gondolin, Children of Hurin. We're not oh, very yeah, yeah, many yeah. G- generations away from those stories. We're getting right, very, right. very close to that. Yes. Um, we're like coming we, up on those. Yeah. And and so next time, um, we'll we'll we might dive in a little bit more with um, Finrod and um, Andreth, and then we'll definitely talk more about Adrahil, 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 and Ale and their son. That's it on the history. We finally got another history in after three. Um, three. I think we had- we have a profiles. lot we have a lot of character profiles that we still have to sit on i know well well the thing too is like like those are the things that are going to last forever right like the history it'll take us a long time to get all the way to the fourth age yeah right it'll take it'll for sure take us a long time but nowhere near as long as it will take to get through all of the characters yeah because because we've talked about that like a character can also be a sword or it can be like weaponry, or it can be right. the one ring, or it can be Sauron, or it can be men, or it can be a single man, or you know what I mean? Like, right, right. there's just a lot there. Um, so anyway, it's the end of this episode. Um, you got anything else to say? Uh, finish it up. Right. Every time, every goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so remember, guys, check us out on Instagram at the underscore Swolhirim, S-W-O-L-H-I-R-R-I-M. I know Back that's there. it's really hard for right there. There you go. Getting better at those weatherman skills. Um, right there. Nope. So, right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know that for some people, like I said last time, like some people have been like, how do you spell that? Uh, so it's right there. At the See, underscore oh, soul here. That was good. That one was good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're just practicing now. Yeah. Um, if you're watching Carlos uh, play Weatherman with his soul hearum flag, uh, that means that you're on YouTube. If you want to just listen to us, though. Yeah. For those that are listening, have no idea what I know. Right now. If, <laughs> if, if you want to just listen to us, uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Podbean. We're on all of those places. Um, again, it's just the Swole Hiram. Same with YouTube. Watch us on YouTube if you want. Listen to us. Uh, comment on Instagram. We've, we've gotten more comments um, on Instagram, which is nice. We have a little bit more of an engagement. I'm posting more often. I'm trying to post the workouts. Um, any of the hero workouts or the you know character workouts that we do, uh, I'm putting those up there. Turin will be the next one. Of course, that'll probably be out about three weeks before this podcast is. Um, 
(laughs) (laughs) But uh, we've got those going up. Uh, I love to hear about people doing them. Uh, I talked to one guy that he was like, yeah, your workouts are too intense. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I told him, I was like, dude, we're all about scaling, man. Like scale it, like scale. the. That's why, that's why I do it. Yeah. Cause I do the scaled (laughs) version of it. Um, and, um, which one, which one was it? Uh, I think he was talking about, um, uh, Aaron and Tillian. That one is intense. Yeah. That That one's not really scalable. I mean, it is for the weights. It is for the weights. Yeah. You could, you could do, you could do no weights on like the lunges and the farmer carries. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, well, a farmer carry essentially becomes a walk, though. Yeah, you would, you would, you would need some weights for that, but yeah. definitely go, go no weights on the lunges. You uh, could also to... do a overhead carry. Yeah, yeah. On a lighter um, weight. With a lighter weight. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, like we we post those. We've got a little bit more conversation going on there. We talk about this every time. I don't know that it really changes much, but we do have a Patreon. If we actually get people subscribing to the Patreon, there will Can be I... cool stuff. So yeah, just chat with us here and on yeah. the Instagram and on the Facebooks and yeah, all we're those. There. We're, there. we're um, there. We like to have a good conversation. Chris is there. Okay. I'm kind of in the peripheries watching. I comment on some things. You do. Yeah. Um. Um, and I would say again, another thing too, is like, if you want, um, you know, let us know if there's something that you want to know more about. Yeah. Or like if you have any questions or anything like that. Seriously, right now, since there's not really many of you engaging with us, probably if you engage with us and tell us, Hey, I want to hear about this person. We'll do give it. Us a character profile. We'll do it. We'll do it like that. Like not even question. Like, it. yeah, go. <laughs> Like, hey, can you do a character profile on the fox that comes across the hobbits in the Lord of the Rings? Yes. Done. Yeah, we'll do it. It'll be our shortest episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> so this fox came. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil, spoil the. Epi- <laughs> I don't want to spoil the episode. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think that's it. Uh, got all the socials out there. Um, like, okay. listen, subscribe. Yeah, we we honestly like. I know we've said this before, but with how much like with how much work it actually is, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, we do put effort into it, even though it's just us talking out of our asses. Um, I show up, but <laughs> but it's a lot of fun, and that's why we do it. Like yeah. we do it. Like I wouldn't do this if it wasn't fun. Um, so we have a great time. I like hearing back. I like hearing people say like, yeah, man, it was, it was fun to hear about this one thing, you know, um, even if it's that our workouts are God awful. Uh, <laughs> workouts are God awful. Yeah. And I'll, I'll admit it. I'll post it when he, cause I do them. Right. I, right. I do them before you post them. Yes, you do. Yeah. And so then I'll comment and I'll tell you Mike's. Yeah. I always send them to you. First. I'll give my two. I'll give my two cents yeah all right guys i think that's it it's late it's time for bed i gotta work up wake up early tomorrow bye